Ashilam Bembe is described as a philosopher, political theorist and public intellectual by Wikipedia. Originally from Cameroon, he teaches in one of the South African universities. Furthermore, he is a visiting professor to Duke University in the United States of America. In December 2014 while researching materials for my book, A Jar of Clay, Part 1, Made in Nigeria, available here, I picked up a copy of Ruth Marshall's book Political Spirituality, The Pentecostal Revolution in Nigeria. While reading that book, I came across some quotes credited to Mbembe. For a while, I was distracted into watching several of his lectures on YouTube. Talking about Daddy Freeze is not an endorsement of everything he teaches. Daddy Freeze is an online personality who comments regularly on the Pentecostal-slash-charismatic movement in Nigeria. He first came to my attention a couple of years ago when a friend of mine forwarded a short clip where he talked extensively about tithing. He has remained a pain in the neck of revered and respected Pentecostal-slash-charismatic leaders in Nigeria. I have always felt that Daddy Freeze's work is very significant, even though the number of his followers pale into insignificance compared to those who follow the big platforms he is up against. The fact that he is still around, despite all the battles he has faced since he started, points to the significance of his work. Moreover, the fact that revered pastors on the biggest platform in Nigeria decided to challenge his teachings openly confirmed that those pastors knew the significance of Daddy Freeze's work. Ashila Mbembe gave a talk on future knowledges and the dilemma of decolonization at Duke University in 2017. You can watch here. You don't even need to watch the whole episode, I think the first 20 minutes will be more than adequate. In the lecture, Ashila Mbembe discussed the generational challenges facing the universities in South Africa and the rest of the continent. He highlighted the impact of technology on knowledge production, especially among the younger generation. According to Mbembe, it is now difficult to contain knowledge inside an institution, there are no boundaries anymore, restrictions are gone. Also, young people, brought up in the digital age are contesting the role of teachers in the production of knowledge, so student-teacher relationship is changing. According to Mbembe, the new crop of students see themselves in a community of learners where the tutor himself is also learning. To me, it sounded like the students are returning to Piaget's grand theory of constructivism, which downplayed the role of teachers and focuses on discovery learning. These brief words from Mbembe put the works of Daddy Freeze and others like him into perspective. Daddy Freeze put down a marker that anybody can interpret the Bible. He took a doctrine that is taken for granted among Pentecostal-slash-charismatics, tithing, and using the scriptures, he argued that it is not biblical. It was a remarkable moment, a man with a 9-to-5 secular job, who had no theological training, challenged bishops and general overseers of many decades of experience on their interpretation of the Bible. It is becoming increasingly difficult to restrict a man who has an opinion and is determined to express it. Thanks to social networking media, your outlet is only a few keystrokes away. This was not just contesting the meaning of some obscure verses of the Bible in the book of Leviticus and Malachi. Instead, it was also a challenge to the authority of a band of leaders who had taught similar things for many years and have worked together to disciple the ideal Pentecostal-slash-charismatic subject. This was a direct challenge to the institution of general overseers and bishops across the land, who have taught tithing for decades. If a lay member of the church can challenge such a very fundamental principle that everybody believed, what else can remain unchallenged? Like the universities across the world, the institution of general overseers and bishops may also not be able to contain knowledge within their own ranks. If students in universities see their tutors as fellow learners, church members may one day see themselves as fellow pilgrims with the general overseers and bishops in the journey to becoming more and more like Christ. Actually, that sounds like what the Bible teaches. A number of years ago, 
During some discussion with our pastor at the time, I told him that I would like to have online Bible study with those interested in our church, however, we didn't pursue it. Things are changing rapidly. Online communities are springing up. Recently, I accidentally stumbled into some Nigerian communities online. Some of them even refer to themselves as Ijo, the Yoruba word that is often translated church, though its real meaning is closer to assembly. Those communities are very interesting, but I don't think any of them can be considered as faith community. Nevertheless, their existence showed me that people are ready for online churches, even in Nigeria. I think Daddy Freeze himself now runs an online church. I won't be surprised if the established church is also being to plan online churches within 10 years. Some will argue that nothing has changed since Daddy Freeze came on the scene. Who knows? At times only by looking back in time do changes we experience become clearer.